0: everyone! Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem Harley Davidson What the hell? Every time we turn around, you're doing something stupid You deserve to go under, man Everybody go Indian you, uh, You're not going to believe the news coming up about Harley Davidson Oh my goodness gracious is what I have to say Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs with Harley Davidson. They're facing all kinds of lawsuits from India. They're facing, you know, doing away with the racing program, putting it on a dealer type of level. Like dealers can freaking afford all that kind of money. Pulled out a summer fest. What is Al Bundy doing to the company? Hey, Al Bundy, you done went crazy, buddy. Went crazy, you know, you want to put all the attention on your CVO market and you're cutting out stuff that is uh, always been connected with Harley Davidson. Boy, you do not like the working man. You do not. You are going for your high-end customer. Going all in for it, baby. All in. You're just worried about that stock price, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> well, my God, my God. Un-freaking-real. Uh, I want to s- give a shout-out to all our Throttle Club members. If you haven't joined the Throttle Club, you don't know what you're missing once a month. You get a Zoom video conference with the rest of the members as well as a members-only uh, live stream right on YouTube and all that good stuff. So you can go over there and join on the YouTube channel. No, it's not an RC. No, it's not a club. It is a perks program that we have become a part of the throttle now. I've seen a lot of the, And you know what's even worse? We're cutting ties with the vanson and Hines uh, race team. It's a whole bunch of stuff going on. I couldn't believe it. Where is your loyalty, Harley Davidson, to everybody else? Go Indian. That's what I have to say. Harley, you deserve to fall on your face. You really do. And uh, to all those cheerleaders out there, I feel for you. I really do. Harley-Davidson makes uh, a decent bike, but let's just be honest. Their technology isn't there. Yeah, they're playing catch-up and all that type of stuff. They're trying to diversify. The word there is trying to diversify but let's uh just be frank man they're keeping the bikes out of the dealer showrooms they're trying to turn around uh, the fact that they got to compete against themselves in the used bike market they just got a whole host of problems man harley davidson's uh prices are not hold the value of the bike is not holding up anymore. It used to be that, you know, it was an investment to get a bike, you know, from Harley Davidson, and you always, you know, knew that it would hold its value. Now, not so much, man. The used market is just overblown with all kinds of Harleys. You you could go out there and probably get a lot of the bikes on the used market for a little over wholesale price. Uh, never pay full price for a Harley, man. Never do it. Uh, you can actually probably make a business out of flipping them now. Uh, I know there's a lot of YouTube channels that do exactly that. They'll go and get these bikes cheap, flip them, make a few thousand dollars because they're just not the thing anymore. Ever since uh Indian came out uh with uh, some of their bagger lines, the Chieftain, all that type of stuff. They've been kicking Harley-Davidson in the balls It's kind of like Indian flipped the script on them You know, they're taking some of the good that Harley-Davidson did And uh, was working with in the old days And now modernized it And next thing you know, everybody's Indian, man Everybody's Indian And with Polaris backing them it's just nowhere but up i think polaris understands that whether you're a motorcycle enthusiast or a hardcore biker that you got to stick with your core base now indian they need to start with their dealership network they got to get more dealers out there once they get the dealer network out there, I think they're going to be doing really good. And while they're building up their dealer network, you got freaking Harley Davidson getting rid of dealers. How do you pull out of the biggest market in Asia? How do you do that? Then you leave the ones that put an investment into you out on the street. Most of these people in India, the dealerships, didn't even know Harley-Davidson was pulling out of India. Man, talk about disloyalty right there and taking a bunch of money. (laughs) What is it to get Harley-Davidson dealership here in the United States? What is it? Uh, You know, I'm just guessing probably a million dollars, then you have to have so much in assets and all that kind of good stuff. Then you gotta sell only what Harley authorizes you to do. They micromanage these dealerships. They really do. And I get protecting a brand. I do that all the time. I get requests all the time for people to sponsor on the show, as well as you got people all asking about uh Doing an RC club like Hog did with their people, and you know I'm still thinking about it. I am. I'm really thinking about it, but I gotta watch the brand. I gotta. There's just so many stupid people out there that would take it as you know not what it is. They'd want to be uh, an MC when it's really nothing more than what a Hog chapter would be if I did anything. And again, it would probably have to be AMA you know chartered so i get protecting a brand but micromanaging people that has a franchise and you're not putting bikes on their uh showroom floor that is insane man that ain't loyalty and that sure the hell ain't uh helping the business out the dealerships out when you won't give them any freaking bikes to sell I had uh, a lot of people over in Europe saying they can't get any damn soft tails over there. you know they're only pushing these big ass bikes, and now you know they unveiled the Pan America over there uh, Not a lot of people ride that stuff man i uh, and what Harley don't get there's such a small segment of people that ride them the off road bikes. And when they do, they go for BMWs because BMW has some badass bikes. Then you got the Africa Twin with Honda. I just think you, you know what you should have done was get back to basics. You know, you claim you were going to do that through doing uh, that through the rewire plan, but it don't look like it. I think you just went batshit crazy is what you did. You got a lot of people in there that don't know the lifestyle. Now, they claim Al Bundy uh, rides, well, okay, <laughs> anybody can jump on a motorcycle, but to actually live the lifestyle is a totally different thing. I think, you know what, Harley-Davidson was a lot better company when it was private because they didn't have to mess around with all these freaking uh, uh, investors, all these stock uh Fund uh, holders and uh, yeah, I can't believe it when I seen these stories, I was like, Damn, man, it just keeps on going down and down and down <laughs> Ooh, uh before we go into the biker news, don't forget to uh come listen to me and China Doll over on the Hollywood and china doll uh show. uh get some great topics in there it's uh the, not It's not biker related over on that one. It just gets into some extreme conversations and a lot of people are really enjoying it. All that good stuff. So again, don't forget to become a part of the Throttle Club right there on YouTube. Welcome to everybody in the chat room over on YouTube and welcome to those that are listening to us over on the podcasting platforms. Really appreciate it. Uh, So we're going to get into uh, some biker news, and uh, you'll see what I'm talking about with Harley. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's get on going, man. Uh, Let's go to Windsor Star. Let's start this one out. Uh, A local drug sting uncovers kidnapping, torture, and conspiracy. Ooh, ouch. Ouch. Uh, when their uh, Leamington uh, targets began uh, setting in motion a plan to kidnap and torture one of their own, that's when the RCMP decided it was time to pull the plug on a major undercover operation aimed at disrupting a cocaine pipeline between Mexico and Ontario. With the co-conspirators pondering whether to hire either the Hells Angels or another criminal underworld type to snatch, duct tape, and deliver their target, the police authorities who had been covertly listening in decided it was time to terminate Project Oman. That happened on July 28th of 2016. Quote, I have no doubt that, but for the intervention of police, the kidnap and forcible confinement would have occurred. Superior Court Justice Pamela Hebner said in a ruling released November 4th. Following a trial spread over more than one year, Daniel uh, Tyson, just one of the number of characters connected to Project Omend, was found guilty on four counts, including conspiracy to commit kidnapping, forcible confinement, and assault causing bodily harm. Uh, He was, uh, he's 52, was convicted of conspiring with two other Leamington men, Jay Shanks and Jacob Thysen, in addition to unidentified other persons to kidnap and torture Devin Alderman in an effort to recover money they felt their associate in the drug trade had stolen from them, as well as to teach him a lesson. The disputed amount of money owed that was discussed at Intercepted Calls was $185,000. What is it with people that don't understand? I don't care if you got a throwaway phone or not. Your calls are going to be intercepted. Don't get it. Uh, The conspirators said uh, Alderton uh, would also have to make up for the costs associated with his own kidnapping, (laughs) bringing the total to more than (laughs) $200,000. Gotta pay for your own kidnapping there, boy. Uh, Tyson spoke of being under pressure from suppliers further up the drug trafficking supply uh, chain who were, quote, mad at us. In one of the typically ex- uh, expletive-laced conversations, there are some pissed-off fucking people and some hurt-fucking feelings. Tyson was sore at Alderman because the missing payments put us out of business temporarily. Yeah, that's what happens, man. That's what happens. You get into that type of trade, you better get your damn uh, crap together. Now let's go Harley Davidson here we go Speed Sport Harley Davidson is ending support of Vance and Hines sad state of affairs man Uh, Milwaukee Wisconsin this is out of uh, speedsport.com Harley Davidson is refocusing its racing efforts and as a result has withdrawn its support of the legendary Vance and Hines motorsports program. Vance and Hines go get over there with Indian, man, everybody else is. While Harley-Davidson is not leaving motorsports, it will no longer be involved at the factory level and will instead create various contingency programs to support racing efforts by its dealer network. <laughs> Harley-Davidson's heritage is rich with racing lore, a legacy, and throughout our brand's history, Harley-Davidson dealers have been uh, the cornerstone of our racing programs, said John Becklify, General Manager of Brand Marketing. We are excited to continue to support the XG750R racing motorcycle and NHARA Pro Stock, Motorcycle efforts through our dealers. Do you know how expensive racing at the NHRA Pro Stock is? Dealers aren't going to be able to afford that. Hell no, they're already under enough pressure and you don't give them motorcycles. The Screaming Eagle Vance and Hines NHRA Pro Stock motorcycle team has earned 107 victories. And ten championships during the past eighteen seasons. That's a lot of victories, by the way. Additionally, Vance and Hine has been instrumental in ushering a new era of flat track competition with the development of the Harley Davidson XG750R Super Twins and production twins motorcycles, as well as earning a championship. ...in AFT Production Twins... ...and this is how you repay them. No loyalty whatsoever. Vance & Hines will continue to manufacture... ...and support the sale of uh, XG750R Super Twins... ...and Production Twin Bikes... ...to qualified teams. The company will refocus its efforts... ...by backing dealers... ...through the development of contingency programs... For American flat track competition. Could it be that you guys got your asses handed to you in flat track. And now you're upset. (laughs) Uh, Now let's go to MPN. Further news on that. uh, And they're claiming Harley Davidson is harking back to the foundation of the company's competitive uh, spirit. By refocusing on building within the brand. And celebrating the heritage of grassroots flat track racing by offering support to its entire dealer network. Uh, They're talking about the contingency uh, programs. Uh, We read that one quote. uh, As it leans into a more grassroots approach, Harley-Davidson would like to thank the Vance & Hines organization, the riders, team members, and every individual involved with the Screaming Eagle Vance & Hines NHRA Pro Stock motorcycle and American flat track team efforts for their passion, commitment and expertise for over a decade of winning uh competi- uh ten- what is that competitions and championship titles. <laughs> In a return to the foundation of Harley-Davidson's racing efforts, the company will f- uh refocus by uh there it goes uh, dealer support and all that stuff. Oh man, oh man. I guess uh, you know, some YouTubers as well uh were lucky to get out of this uh crap when they did and went to other uh motorcycles. My god, I can't believe it. It's like a freaking dealers how, who hundreds of thousands of dollars for some somebody's uh you know, top fuel dragsters, man. You can't afford that kind of stuff at a dealer network. This ain't 1950. This ain't 1940. Stuff costs money. I just say you're pissed off because uh, getting your ass is handed to you by Indian and the other makers uh, on flat track. Uh, let's go overseas, and this was one thing I was talking about. Indian dealers consider legal action against Harley-Davidson demanding compensation for their loss. Uh, The dealers of Harley-Davidson in India have now decided to take legal action against the iconic bike makers for the compensation of their losses. Uh, The U.S. uh, cult biker Harley-Davidson has recently announced its decision of exiting the Indian market. Harley-Davidson was since then involved in a legal battle to make the exit from India. However, legal trouble does not seem to end for them. Harley-Davidson had formed an alliance with India's Her- what is that? Hero Motor Corp. The dish dealers in India are now exploring legal efforts. <laughs> uh, several dealers of Harley-Davidson India have now hired the leading Indian law firm AZB & Partners in order to review their paperwork with Harley-Davidson. This measure has been taken to suggest if there is any legal remedy available for the compensation of their losses. The U.S. motorcycle brand had announced in September that it is going to discontinue their production and sales in India. How the hell do you do that, man? Uh, the major move was taken after the company struggled to gain momentum In the Indian market, after almost a decade of struggle, well, could it be that your prices are too uh, expensive? Maybe! Could be! That's why everybody's switching other brands here in the United States. After a a month, it had entered a distribution tie-up with India's Hero Motor Corp. It is the largest bike makers in the whole world. The Motor Corp. will sell motorcycles under the Harley brand as part of their tie-up. India is one of the largest motorbike and scooter markets in the world. But the major percentage of sales come from the low-end commuter model sale. This is where the sales of Harley-Davidson took a massive blow. It's because they couldn't get their crap together, man. How do you not compete in the largest market in the world? You know, just your brand, you're overpricing what it's worth. It might be worth a lot here in the freaking United States as brand uh, loyalty and brand recognition is concerned, but around the world, man, no, it's not worth the price. Federation of Automotive uh, or Automobile Dealers Associations of India has said that it generally costs... Oh, here it is, and this is in India. Costs between 670000 to $1 million to set up a dealership of Harley-Davidson. The compensation that is being offered by the company to the dealers is merely around only 10% of the total investment. Oh, I'd be pissed. The industry data has shown that Harley-Davidson annual sales in the country were down by 50%. The 2,400 units in the fiscal year uh, to March 31st from over 4 to 605 uh, years ago. The dealers have demanded proper compensation for their loss. American uh, General Motors, UM Motorcycles, and Mantrax had announced their exit in the last three years, creating uncertainty among dealers. American companies, you know what? You're going to piss everybody off around the world. And yes, it's a business decision, but if I put a million dollars into the dealership and you only wanted to give me $100,000 back because you lied, I'd be pissed too. Now, let's go to hot cars. This is about the only thing they do good is give information on you know reviews of motorcycles and stuff. And I found this one very interesting. Uh, The the review of the Harley Davidson uh, Iron Eight Three Three Bobber. You know they're going to give you cost facts and figures. If you're over on uh, the radio, check it out on YouTube. You to check it. uh, You know you see the pictures of it. Uh, The lineup for 2020 feet, and that still hasn't come out. uh, The 2020 lineup for Harley Davidson, but they do have quick pick looks at some of the stuff. And uh, just like with Harley-Davidson, every year it's the same damn bike, no changes, none of that stuff. Uh, You know, maybe a change here and there, but nothing that makes any freaking difference uh, for spending a big money on a new motorcycle compared to a a used one. Uh, The current Jet Iron 883, a bike a few can only rival to be simplistic and elemental. Huh. You got your Vulcans, you got your friggin shadows and half the prices. What are you talking about? Can't uh, rival it uh Harley gave it a simple name that fit and with its characteristics. There are no gimmicks with uh this one, and as a result, what you get is a pure connection between you and the road. uh what are some of the features of bi- of the bikes? Uh, You know, it claims that it reminds them of old-time bobbers with a single seat, which anybody can do that stuff. Uh, The signature V-Twin engine is given a black powder coating. It's not chrome, but it still looks beautiful, they claim. The overall design of the bike uh, feels compressed inwards, and the seat height is uh, really low at 27.5 inches and they claim it results in an easier ride for shorter riders, which, yeah, something like this would be for uh, shorter riders. Uh, a con uh, reported by most folks that have driven it is the suspension. The suspension's really short, so don't expect to disengage from potholes, bumps, or uneven surfaces. Those who want a more rugged bike rather than a luxurious Comfort tour. We'll have a blast on it. Uh, Is it suited for everyday use? They uh, say it's one of the many strong points of the 883. Again, this is their reviews, not me. I'm just glossing over it. Uh, They go on to say how well does it perform. Uh, The air-cooled Evolution V-Twin engine has a displacement value of 883 uh, that produces about 50 uh, horsepower. It delivers the power to the tires at 53.8 pounds uh and a torque of 3750 the uh, the electronical sequential port injection delivers the fuel to the engine in front it gets a uh, 30 or 300 millimeter uh dual piston calipers while the rear has a 260 uh dual uh does have ABS as an option for an extra only $795 and it has a 5-speed transmission. The cost is starting out at $9,000. $9,000. With the option of a two-tone color that sells for uh, $9,800. Let's see here. Yeah, it will. it's going to face, and like I said, it's going to face competition from the Yamaha Bolt, the Vulcan, and the uh, Triumph Street Twin. I go with the Triumph if I were you guys, if you're going to go into something like this. New ride or something, always go for a triumph. They're they're a better company than Harley-Davidson ever was. Now, let's go over uh, news here. A Perth man stripped of $1 million of assets after an AFP investigation by Kate Collar. A 39-year-old man uh, wh- with suspected links to organized crime has been stripped of about a $1 million worth of assets, including property, property, motorbikes and $80,000 in cash following an investigation by the Australian Federal Police I guess that's like the FBI here, and I don't know uh, the F, uh, the AFP-led Criminal Assets Convi- or Confiscation Task Force launched Operation Nguri in May of 2016 over suspicions the man had no legitimate source of income but owned two properties, vehicles, and boats. He was also spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on his lifestyle. Police suspect the man of Lansdale has links to Per's organized crime networks and is criminally associated with multiple outlaw motorcycle gangs. The investigations uh, revealed the man had a trust structure set up to hide his assets and was using family members and other associates to make the money appear legitimate. Between mid-2010 and early 2017, his assets were valued in the millions, yet between 2010 and 2016, he declared a total taxable income of just $140,000. That's where they get you is that. Uh, The AFP seized and restrained assets during the proceedings with investigators executing search warrants at residences and commercial premises linked to the man in 2017. Now, some of the stuff that was seized included three black Harley Davidson motorcycles, a Bayliner, Trophy Pro walk-around fishing boat and trailer, a 2017 white Toyota Land Cruiser, 2015, uh, Black uh, Land Cruiser nearly 80 G's in cash. Extensive investigation and in civil court proceedings led by the CACT's litigators. Evidence presented to the man and his legal representatives was such that he agreed to forfeit his assets. Should have fought on. Now, Corey Graf's Wall of Shame. A police officer charged, Westmoreland County police officer, has been charged after using his authority to exploit women for sex. No, they don't do that, right? It's always the sexual stuff with these people. State police say 49-year-old Robert Baldwin Jr. has been uh, charged with obstruction of justice, hindering apprehension, and official oppression. According to state police, Baldwin was the Seward uh, police chief and also worked part-time as a patrol officer for St. Clair Township. Troopers say they interviewed a woman in September who claimed Baldwin pulled her over in Seward after she ran a stop sign on her way home. Uh, The woman told troopers that he'd just been in an argument ...in La Trobe and had left as police arrived. According to the woman, Baldwin approached the car and asked her to follow him to a more secluded area... ...because he said there were too many people around. After the two arrived at this more secluded area, Baldwin told the woman he could work the situation out for her... ...if if she did something for him. When the woman asked what Baldwin wanted her to do for him, Baldwin responded that he wanted what her husband gets which the husband said she understood as sex. According to the complaint, the woman told troopers that Baldwin let her go, but soon texted her asking if she'd be home the next day. The woman did say she did not want to engage in any sexual activity with Baldwin. The woman said Baldwin came to her home the next day and the two engaged in sexual intercourse. Troopers say they questioned Baldwin about the incident, and Baldwin said he didn't remember ever stopping the woman. So, she did it any damn way. Anyway! <laughs> yeah. Lake City police officer arrested on the job for possession of drugs. Lake City Police Officer Casey Gibbons, 33, was arrested Monday afternoon and charged with the unlawful possession of a Scheduled uh, 6 controlled substance while on duty at the Lake City Police Department, according to a Lake City Administrator, Stephanie Sto- Snowden. Snowden said Gibbons was found in possession of 2 milligrams of, uh, yeah, that's freaking, uh, it looks like Xanax a prescription drug used to treat anxiety and panic disorders. It belongs to a class of medications called benzodiazepines. Yeah, everybody knows benzos. She added uh, Gibbons has passed a pre-employment drug screen and had been employed. Uh, Snowden said that she is extremely disappointed in Gibbons' actions and is not reflective on the hard-working men and women in their uniform the city has zero tolerance when it comes to this type of activity it is, is a brazen betrayal of public trust all righty then yeah hmm. <laughs> let's go to a, a quick uh, break here get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at harleyliberty.com founded in 2012 insane throttle biker news has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Right Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Oh, yeah, there we go. See you there, boys. Get over there on Hollywood and China Doll's channel. You'll have fun man we talk everything from sex to some crazy stuff man uh again go over there and subscribe you can listen to us also on all the major platforms like iheart's uh spotify and all that good stuff so what do you guys think of freaking harley davidson man getting out of racing and stuff they are cutting jobs they are cutting uh bikes to the dealerships they're pissing off uh people over in india i still can't believe that man uh sometimes it costs a million dollars over in india that's a ton of money uh compared to you know what it is over here in the united states for some business man and they only offered them a 10 percent settlement how cheap man you guys must be really freaking hurting and then you complain that you can't sell any damn motorcycles over there, well, again, your brand isn't worth it to a lot of people outside the United States. I don't know what you guys are ever going to get about that. You know, we there's people that complain about how, you know, the United States uh, bikers treated, but damn, you guys just uh, pull those pants down on them people over there, and you just, like, give it to them, and you make them tell you, oh, my God, you're nasty. I thought you guys are bad with the dealerships here. No wonder they're always cranky when you walk in and you don't look, you know, all uppity and stuff. You know, those dirty greaser bikers walk into a Harley Davidson dealership and it's like, oh no, no. They they want to avoid you like the plate in the dealers. Now I know why. They're taking all their freaking cues from uh, the factory. Uh sad state of affairs. I actually a lot of people that are younger than me, you know, maybe ten years younger, I guess, uh don't remember the time when Harley Davidson dealerships were just for the greasy ones, man. Hardcore greasy bikers. Uh they used to hang out there, talk shop. It's not like that anymore, man. It really isn't. Uh so hopefully, you know what, Indian steps into this void that Harley's letting go. I say to Indian, man, anytime that Harley does something stupid, step in and your brand to get even better. Cause Polaris, you got it together. You got a lot of diversity within your products, and I think you're really gonna start kicking the shit out of Harley. <laughs> you really are. Your third quarter sales already show that kind of stuff. You've been doing good through the uh you know, the COVID nineteen uh pandemic where Harley Davidson just, you know, yeah, let's just put it that way. So don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to uh, join the Throttle Club, man. You can do that by uh, hitting that uh, join button. But with that, I'll see you again on the next segment, guys. Thanks.